Hello everyone, this is Jonathan Little. I'm here today with episode 199 of Weekly Poker Hand. Here we get Ace, Two of Clubs in the hijack seat playing 200-400 with a 50 ante. I like to open it up to 1,050 from the hijack seat, again, Ace, Two of Clubs, out of my 25,000 stack, and I think this is perfectly fine and standard. I'm gonna be raising this suited Ace pretty much every time. I don't always raise Ace 7 Ace-8, Ace-7, and Ace-6 suited, but the other ones I pretty much always play from most positions unless the table is particularly tough. But even then, these are just really, really good bluffing hands. And also, sometimes they flush over flush people, whereas when you have, you know, 6-4 suited, you don't necessarily flush over flush people. You get underflushed. So anyway, I'm opening this hand a lot. Button calls, who's a good kid, and the big blind calls. Flop comes 7-4-3-1 club. So I have an overcard. I have a gut shot. And I have a backdoor flush draw, which is a little something. Um, this is a board where I think I do want to bet a lot of the time, even though it is somewhat coordinated. The only hand that's really the nuts here is 6-5. Notice a lot of people don't play 4-3 or 7-4 or 7-3. So even though the board is somewhat connected, I'm not really worried about being against the nuts. It's a little bit different compared to a board like Jack 8-7, right? Like everyone plays 10-9, everyone plays 8-7. Well, the suited versions. Some people play jack eight or, you know, a lot of just jacks. A lot of people aren't calling preflop raises with ace seven offsuit or king seven offsuit, et cetera. But people do play king jack offsuit and queen jack offsuit. So this is a spot where I'm pretty happy betting with a somewhat wide range, especially if I have some equity. So I do about 1700 into the 3800 pot. Only the button calls. Pot goes to 7200 with 22,000 remaining stacks. And we drill it on the turn. We get the nine of clubs. So now, what do we do? Do we bet or do we check? Well, if we check, we're certainly looking to check call or check raise. And I think probably check call. You have to be very careful check raising too often because really, what hands am I check raising for value on this board? And the answer is <laughs> probably not very many because I'd really hate to check a hand like pocket fours and let it check behind. So I would definitely bet with all of my best hands. And if I'm betting all of my best hands, well then, what am I checking, right? And if I'm checking all marginal stuff, I'm not really check raising any of my marginal hands. So now if I'm check raising with only my draws, my opponent has a pretty easy decision, right? Just don't fold and then call it off on any obviously safe river. So I'm not a big fan of check raising in this spot. So for that reason, I'm just going to keep betting. You may want to mix in some check raise bluffs. Like if you have ace five, I guess you could check raise ace five and a lot of your flush draws and then check raise some of your sets or all of your sets maybe, but that's just optimistic. You have to know your opponent's going to bet every time when check two and then fold a lot. And that's kind of hard to bank on. So I bet 2,600 and I'm planning on barreling a lot of rivers. I can already tell you that. Whenever I have busted draws like this, we are very often barreling. But this time we don't have to. We get a queen of clubs on the river. That's nice. Pot is 12,400 with 18,600 stacks remaining. So we have 1.5 times pot, and I decide to go all in. This looks like a big bet. 1.5 times pot for all of my opponent's money. We are against someone who I have labeled a good kid. So you have to assume he's going to play reasonably well. So the question is, which hands am I bluffing with here? And honestly, probably not a lot. I may have some hands like 10-8. They would want to bluff. I think 10-8 suited makes a whole lot of sense. That's only four combinations of hands. Um, what else do we have that wants to bluff like this? 
I mean, if I had like ace of clubs, five of spades, I wouldn't even open it preflop. So that's not really available. I want to bluff with hands with the ace of clubs in them. But if you think about the ace of clubs hands I'm going to have, very often they're either going to have a club with them or it's going to be something like ace jack that's not going to keep betting the turn. So it's kind of hard to come up with very many bluffs. Whenever you have a hard time coming up with a lot of bluffs, very often you don't want to bet big. You often want to bet small because if your range is very tilted towards value, well, your opponent should just almost never call you, right? Um, that said, I do like to use somewhat big bets in spots like this just because a lot of people will find a hero call. Also, if he happens to have a flush, he's never folding. If he happens to have a set, he's never folding. Um, this particular player, for me to make this bet in this scenario, I imagine I probably thought he was one of these players who thought that I was trying to push him around a lot. If you were against someone who thinks, who, who like you're aware, he actively thinks you're trying to push him around, maybe because you've been really aggressive against him just because you had good hands, or maybe you just are aggressive against him. Or maybe he gets really, really um, sticky in general. He just likes calling bets and doesn't believe anyone. That's the type of player you want to use these big bets against on a regular basis. But in a regular spot against a regular player here, I don't really like this all in. Just because if you think about it, I don't have very many logical bluffs. And if you don't have very many logical bluffs besides, you know, 10-8 suited, notice even one of those is the nuts, or the effective nuts with the flush, um, you probably don't want to be doing this. I, maybe I could have a hand like Jack-10 with a backdoor flush draw, but the, notice if I had Jack-10 with a backdoor flush draw, I may not keep betting Jack-10 of hearts on the turn. Maybe I would. So maybe that's three more hands. So we have three 10-8s, three Jack-10s that are bluffs, and that's it. So six combinations of bluffs. Try to count the nut combinations we have just with the aces, right? We have ace-king. Ace Jack, Ace 10, Ace 8, maybe. Ace 7, Ace 6, Ace 5, Ace 4, Ace 2. That's nine nut combinations right there. So if I'm only jamming with the nuts and Jack 10 off Jack 10 suited and um 10 8 suited, that's nine nuts and six bluffs, which is right at a very perfectly balanced ratio. However, if I have the king high flush here, I probably want to shove two. So now we're looking at some more combo combinations. If I have the jack high flush, I want to shove that too. That's some more combinations. And as you see, I'm just going to end up way too many nuts here to be anywhere near balance. And when you're way out of balance, what you're either what you're really saying is, I think my opponent is making an error here. I think this guy calls too much. And because I think he calls too much, that's why I'm making this big shove. So let's see what happens. I do get called. That's good. And I'm clearly going to win because I have the nuts. That's lucky. Sometimes you're just lucky. If you are in this spot as well and you get the vibe that your opponent like loves his hand on the river, like say the club comes, the third club comes and he's like, oh yes, I got him. If that's the case, you also just want to shove because if you check, he may somehow fold to a check raise or if you bet big but not all in, he may just call. So this is definitely a spot to go for the all in and this time it worked out great. That's going to be it for this episode of Weekly Poker Hand. Thanks for being here. Good luck in your games, and I will see you next time for episode 200.